just say. Hey, good morning. Whoa. It is thir- what day is this? <laughs> Thursday already, January 18th. We are on the ground in Washington, D.C. We're covering the public policy show, talking about some news, and we're in front of a cyber truck. In front of a cyber truck. Just throw that in there. That's a really interesting thing. They had to get special permission because Tesla offered to put the cyber truck in here. There's also two Model Ys to our left, right in front of the Polestar exhibit, because this is a show put on by the Washington area New Car Dealer Association, and Tesla kind of isn't a dealer. Not really a new car dealer. And so it is an interesting play that, like, and also when you come down the steps, and I think there's steps on the other side too, but when you come down one of the steps, it's like the first exhibit. Right yeah. Here. So I'll get to let, let the people see the Cybertruck. Let the people see. walk over there and check it out. But yeah, I mean, we were, we were, it's the first time we've been together in front of one right. in person. And it, it just, it's big. Yeah. And it's unique. It is and unique. It, the ty- uh, the most unique thing actually isn't the body style. It's the wheels to me. I the think wheels are way bigger than you think. Yeah. And so um, we are here today because it is public policy day. The, the actual auto show opens tomorrow at noon. And so today is there are going to be a bunch of lawmakers, um, OEM representatives, yep. news outlets, media news outlets. Out, yeah, like media outlets that are covering this type of stuff at a very, very high level. US especially news and the Report. regulation and, and stuff like that. We fit that, right in. World, yeah, Wall Street we'll Journal. Right Got a... Flat bills and our, <laughs> and our pins. But no big deal. This is the first time we've covered a policy event. And um, look, th- this is such an important part of our industry as a whole. It yeah. always trickles down to the front lines in some way, shape, or form. So uh, they were kind enough to invite us to cover. So, yeah. of course. Well, I'm, I, you know, I think that our perspective is always how do we look at this from how, it can, how it's going to not just impact the dealer, but the consumer, because the dealer is the closest to the consumer. And so I'm interested to just see, okay, what are we looking at today? Who, what are we talking about? And, and how do we get people, potentially even just through our questions as we have these conversations, to really go all the way through the chain of like this actually gets to a person buying a car? Like how are we thinking about that correctly? So we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned to our social accounts. If you're not following us on LinkedIn, follow Adasodu. Um, on LinkedIn, we'll be posting a lot of stuff there, and then we'll be live streaming probably a little bit more and recording, of course, a bunch of interviews with lawmakers Absolutely. and folks that are here. Uh, let's talk about a little news, let's get shall into we? It. So kind of along the same lines, uh, an automotive news article released today with Andy Gelcher, um, who happens to be the star of the show on episode four of More Than Cars, Mohawk Chevrolet. Um, it's connected in New York. He's actually, we realized this when we read the article, he's the chairman yes. of the the dealer council he is an, chevy a full advocate he of is chevy. poster boy yeah. and he yeah. just looks so good on the on the cover <laughs> he does he's... so basically he he's in an interview with automotive news um our friend lindsey van Huel, he discusses the resurgence in vehicle supply um the the popularity of the track subcompact also answers a few questions on agency model or direct to consumer yeah. sales so basically uh chevy is planning major redesigns and launches throughout the year including the traverse the ev equinox a lot of people are waiting for tahoe suburban new ev models and he said there's a lot of dealer optimism heading into 2024 mm. he said strong market positioning cool. and the balance of evs and combustion models coming so it's not all ev he said dealers are excited about the balance uh he quoted said he's quoted saying the cadence of products and the refreshes are coming and they're going to come so fast in 2024 it's going to be mind-blowing and when asked wow. about concern yeah i mean he's 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 a he's an inspirational, motivational. Like I wake up, show up when my cleats on, ready to play yeah. the game every but day. For, but also just for him to say that and and lead with no, the innovation, the product timeline, the the launches are going to be a big deal. That's exciting, especially for Chevy to be dealer. a Chevy dealer and say, yeah, we're gonna. It's 
they're coming out with some heavy hitting stuff, he's saying. Yeah, absolutely. And when asked about ongoing concerns about a potential shift to direct consumer sales, um, he said Marissa West, 24 hours into her new job as the president of North America for GM, reached out to him and a number of other dealers in a, in a format of like get to know you calls, reiterating how important the dealers are to the partnership. He said, and I think that speaks volumes for Chevy and General Motors and what the de- next decade or so looks like. I love that. Like for her to come in and just go straight to the dealer and say, you are valued, you're important. This is an important part of our strategy uh, is a big deal. Um, I think they would be good to do that and lean on the shoulders of great dealers like Andy and 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 Mohawk to say, how do we do this best? Yes. What's the best path forward? Because that type of collaboration, I think, will actually provide the best consumer experience because the OEM wants certain things and the dealer wants certain things, um, but they both care about a great consumer experience very much so and steve greenfield's um you know his prediction of we're not going to be talking about agency model in 24 is just one step closer one to being step closer true. To being <laughs> right. it's only it january <laughs> speaking of being january oh so. segway <laughs> everywhere very yep. nice well done nice uh, so in the chilling grip of extreme cold, EVs are sparking a little bit of a debate. Uh, they seem to be more resilient than gas cars in some research, yet not without their icy challenges yeah. as Tesla graveyards are popping up in Chicago. Uh, so a, that story. So a recent story uh, <laughs> in Electric uh, and, and looking at Viking, a roadside assistance company uh, that looked at a lot of cars in Norway where one in four vehicles right now are already electric. So mm-hmm. Norway, extreme colds, a lot. Yep. One in four cars are already electric. Data showed that they were that the EVs were failing at a lower rate than gas cars in cold weather. Um, Until Chicago. And because only 13% of their 34,000 calls in early 2024 were actually EVs. So okay. With 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 25% being EVs, 13% were calls for issues with EVs. Um, but take that in relationship to Seen Chicago. Some pictures of some EV Tesla graveyards. Where basically the, all these superchargers are lined up with Teslas that can't actually even get started charging. They're plugged in, but the charging won't start. Let's explain this. Yeah. Right? So when you plug in the Tesla, that doesn't mean you've, you've plugged in your phone before. Right. And it says cannot charge, unable to charge. Yep. Well, the reason the Teslas can't charge because when you want to take a supercharge, the battery actually has to be preconditioned to a certain temperature yep. to even be able to receive the charge. So people aren't used to this, right? Yep. There's a procedure you can go through. They're used through. to just going and plugging in, right? And, and yep. why does that does make sense? My our yeah. little cameras outside my house. I've tried to plug those in outside and it's yep. just warm it up. Yep. Exactly. And so that's happening and you're literally seeing piles 50 Teslas just stranded, it's unable wild. to charge. Um, yep. And so, I mean, this a lot of this is just operator, um, I don't know, it's lack a lot of experience. Of operator error. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And so in Norway, they figured it out. They figured it out because they have to deal with it all the time. But it's right? one of those things, ongoing concerns about yep. if I buy an EV, if I buy one of these Cybertrucks or Model Ys or the Polestars in the back. Yep. It's another thing that you could end up stranded when you were on your way to go somewhere, on your way to do something. Yep. That so I, you're not thinking about that little extra that has to happen. So yep. in states like the Northeast or these days, like Nashville, like nowhere Nashville is safe. Or Texas. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere Apparently. is safe. But yep. um, it's just one other step, I think, that we'll overcome yep. in the EV transition. But this is however here's, here's fast the point slow down that to the dealer. It's like, hey, especially if you're in cold weather climates and you are selling EVs, whether they're new or used, there's a point of education, education that it takes at the point of sale or the point of service to share with the consumer. Hey, remember, you're going to get into this situation. 
It's going to be freezing cold. You're going to have a low charge. Sure. Remember, you have enough charge to turn on the charging warm-up so that you can charge the vehicle. And then you have great consumer experience. I think of I think of my, my kids, my teenage kids. They're not even going to think twice about this. Stuff. No. So not. it's going to be something that we move through. Yep. But it's fun to talk about, it especially is. in the it winter, especially in front of a cyber truck. There you go. Because everyone's seen the video of that thing <laughs> not making it up the hill in the snow. Twice. Yes. But <laughs> being from Syracuse, there's not really a pickup that would make it up that hill with those, those tires. tires. Exactly. It's not happening. But, yep. you know, it's fun to talk about. Well, that's all we have for you this morning. We're going to go set up our podcast setup, get ready for the public policy show to start. If we happen to see the Speaker of the House or somebody like that, we'll, we'll say hi to them for you. on yeah. your behalf.